Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. An Elio's original... And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into the weirdest, strangest, and most mysterious corners of the internet. I'm Allie Siegel. And I'm Melissa Stettin. Do we have any patrons today? Oh, we do. We Ooh. have Gabrielle, Nettie V, and Richard. Hi, guys. Welcome to Hi. the team. Boy, are you guys lucky because you have some alien, alien, alien. <laughs> you have some alien con alien footage, con. alien con uh, <laughs> footage coming your way. I'm so excited. Today, we are going to be talking about Maria and my adventures at alien con. Wow. Fo- I had FOMO. I didn't go because my stupid ass baby's not vaccinated baby. yet. And I don't want to deal with that. I'd, I'd for sure get COVID at Alien Con for sure. Right. Well, there. I'm surprised I didn't. There was no one there wearing a mask, so it no was smart for you not to go. Yeah. No. A lot of heavy I feel like mouth such a breathing. nerd wearing a mask now. Honestly, it's so horrible because I do too sometimes, and I'm like, I still need to wear my mask, I but know. when no one's wearing it, you feel kind of weird. And I still know a ton of people that are getting COVID. Oh, big time. Yeah, it's, 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 it, there's, it's, it's not cured. It's not gone. It's still out there. Yeah. First thing I noticed about Alien Con is that <laughs> most people were normal. Well, yeah, I would say, cause we went in, we went like, was that four years ago? Yeah, it was now? a really long time oh ago. Oh my That's God. It's so crazy. I know. It was pre COVID. Yeah. But was this in Pasadena? Yes. So it was okay. when we went, it was downtown. It was, this downtown was at the Pasadena Convention Center, way more convenient, but also smaller, oh. um, which I think it needed a smaller venue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many, I can't fill a stadium. Yeah. But um, when we went, there was a lot of people in costumes, I think. Yes. It was a little campier. 
this was just your average Joe who believed in an alien and who was just coming to learn. Check it out. Um, And I think that's honestly as a result of all the stuff that's been happening lately. And Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. And the government disclosing like, yeah, yeah, UFOs, UAPs, they're a real thing. And it kind of lessens the stigma of believing right. in it and the curiosity. So a lot of average Joes, I will say the panels that we went to reeked of weed. So a lot of potheads there. <laughs> <I> <laughs> a lot bet. of potheads. I bet. Um, just to set the scene, Maria and I showed up. Maria had a backpack with a like a Ghostbusters backpack with a video <laughs> recorder. I mean, a video recorder and an audio recorder with a mic in it. So she would have to like hold a mic and the video recorder it was really funny. And we looked really professional. That's we good. had press passes. When we got there, I went up to the front desk and I said, hey, is there a press room? And the guy kind of didn't acknowledge me. And he said, press check-ins over there. And I felt like anxious. So I left and Marie and I were like, no, we need to really ask him if there's a press room because Marie and I really wanted a muffin or like some sort of croissant. I was going to say, I there's donuts in there. Yeah. We were like, we want a press room that has like a coffee muffin Because there was situation. a press room. Yes. Years ago when we went. There was. There, I remember there was like candy and like yeah, things like that, like a coffee. little spread. So I went back. And I'm so scared of this, these kind of situations. I mustered all the courage I had. And I went back and I said, sir, I know where press check-in is, but I'm wondering, is there a room for press that has like a coffee muffin situation? <laughs> and he like thought it was so weird. And he ushered this us to this other room and it just had coffee, no muffins. Mm, um, okay. So we got a hot cup of joe and then off we were to the races the first panel, by the way, there's panels all day long from like 8 to 5 p.m. all weekend. That's it was crazy. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We only got passes for Sunday. Wow. Okay. Anyways, the first panel we went to was Ancient Aliens are UAPs the new UFOs? Oh. Um, what does UAP stand for again? Good. It's Unidentified uh, Aerial Phenomenon. Oh, okay. But there's actually a no, I, there's another name for it too, which I'll get into in a little bit. Hmm. So, on this panel was Nick Pope, Bill Burns, uh -huh. Dr. Travis Taylor, um and Alejandro Rojas, who's a podcaster. Ooh. But let me give you the lowdown on these panelists. Nick Pope uh was who Mulder was Yeah. Based on yeah, in the big, X Files, he's big in the UFO world. Yes, so Nick Pope is a British journalist. He's a commenter, and he was an employee at the British government's Ministry of Defense, and he was responsible for investigating UFO phenomenon to determine if they had any defense significance. Oh, so like basically, are UFOs? coming to attack us or right. are they like Do they have shields yes are they or are like they the just Death kind Star? of you know sussing out the territory yeah. and just taking a <laughs> peekaboo or are they gonna kill us so he had a lot of interesting information um also interesting on his part and a few of the commenters said this that like they're under nda for a lot of stuff 
Oh. From the government. So there are things that they couldn't say, which was kind of crazy. Mm, secretive. Um, I know. Uh, sexy. And then there was Dr. Travis Taylor. He's an American scientist. So he comes from everything uh, from like a very scientific standpoint okay. and the scientific method. And he's written a lot of like technical papers and textbooks on things like the uh, Skinwalker Ranch and UFO phenomena. And then there is my favorite guy. (laughs) This guy, Bill Burns. Not to be confused with Bill Burr. (laughs) I was honestly just thinking that. (laughs) Then there was the comedian Bill Burr. Burr. (laughs) Let me talk to you guys about aliens. (laughs) Lighten lighten things up. Bill Burns was maybe the one extremist on the panel. He kept saying the word taint over and over and over again. Okay. So taint means to contaminate or pollute. So he would be like, he'd be like, this rumor taints the, the UFO phenomenon or this taints this. And I got the giggles so bad. Maria was like, you have to stop. Like I, people were looking at me because he said taint every other sentence. And I was like, this guy needs to stop or I'm going to have, I got like, High school class giggles every time we would say taint. Let me read about William Burns for you guys. Um, Oh, B-I-R-N-E-S. Yeah. He believes that Earth has already been visited by many types of extraterrestrials. He so he's like kind of the one extremist on the board. Okay. Um, You need one. Yeah, he's kind of like a fringe UFO UFO guy. Uh, he thinks that pictures taken by NASA have been airbrushed <laughs> to remove alien activity. Oh. He, yes. He thinks that uh, NASA may have taken missions to the moon after Apollo 17, but the missions were kept secret due to alien interference and that they found extraterrestrial artifacts. Ooh. Yes. He also thinks that aliens are among us like you could be an alien aliens are in the government aliens are now that's crazy what are you talking about yeah (laughs) (laughs) transmission ended um it's he has like a very um you know that old horror movie they live like he kind of has a they live perspective (laughs) on the alien Um, i'm looking at a picture of him now i I get that yeah you get you get the gist he's also written um god let me he's written so many books yeah Uh, so many books the day after roswell dr feelgood the shocking story of the doctor who may have changed history by treating and drugging jfk Marilyn, elvis and other prominent figures that's an insane name for a book yeah so okay so one of the things he thinks and i tweeted this as well is he said that jfk knew about aliens he told Marilyn monroe while they were in bed together Marilyn monroe started telling people so then the government had to kill her okay that's an interesting theory as one does um (laughs) Okay, so let me read. I, I like literally took, I felt like such a journalist. I was like taking notes um, while this. Uh, with a pencil or a pen? Oh, I wish I had a pencil. I was taking notes with a pen, but that would be so cool if I had a pencil. Okay, so first you might be wondering, what's the difference between a UAP and a UFO? UI, UAP, uh, it's actually, excuse me, it's unidentified anomalous phenomenon. Okay. Because, well, it, it could mean um, both, 
but they prefer an or anonymous and anonymous uh, anonymous anomalous they prefer anomalous because this can also it's not only uh aerospace so when you say anomalous it can also include like underground like submarine Ooh, underwater shit. yeah because like what if there's a, a underwater ufo you never know you never know so when we think of ufo we think of you know the movie uh, flying saucer kind of thing yes and they think that there's a bad connotation to the word ufo and once you say ufo people just kind of check out sure or they think like you say ufo you're a wacko i'm not gonna like let you into my office Mm -hmm. if you say uap we're listening it sounds more professional i'll say that. yes it sounds more professional it sounds more scientific Mm -hmm. and there's not a stigma attached to it and also uap uh includes a bigger category it's uh more nuts and bolts than ufo it's broader it includes things like sprites uh lightning uh, yeah (laughs) sprite diet coke um (laughs) lightning like lightning that can't be identified or doesn't you know cloud formations that don't follow sky that you're like like those weird weather balloons that have been popping up yes or like things underground that don't follow like normal formations uap is basically anything that that can't be tracked to any country that hasn't been developed yet like things that we can't Mm -hmm. you know identify uaps can be tracked as far back as 1948 in government docs apparently hillary clinton talks about um uaps in a jimmy kimmel interview really i wonder if we can find that that. when she was running hillary clinton told the breakfast club radio show now, if you become president, are you really going to tell the truth about UFOs? I have said I want to open the files as much <laughs> as we can. But there are enough stories out there that I don't think everybody is just sitting, you know, in their kitchen making them up. She's talking, of course, about the top secret files on whether space aliens are real. Unconventional <laughs> <laughs> air. Okay, I think we're good. So who knew Hillary Clinton UFO had? I love that she was on the Charlemagne show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> she was crazy. doing a real pre- a pro yeah. UFO press tour. And also another thing is that UFOs, uh, automatically people think they have an alien attached to it. Right. Like people say like UFO, oh, we're thinking aliens. UAP, we're not necessarily thinking aliens. We're kind of just like, what is that? Mm -hmm. Okay, also I learned some interesting stuff about Roswell in 1947. I mean, other people might know this, but Roswell, I guess, was like a nuclear facility or was next to a nuclear facility. Mm. And... It was controlled by the 509th Army Air Force, and they were like the toughest Air Force group. Like, they were supposed to be impenetrable, and a UFO penetrated this area. And so that was really scary for the government that, like, oh, our highest security place with nuclear weapons had a UFO crash into it. So what could that mean for our defense? Like, are people from another or whatever from another planet going to come and steal our nuclear weapons? Or like, what is this all about? You know? So, I mean, this is what the panel said. Apparently, what the government did was they said that I think this was Bill Burns who said this is my buddy Bill Burns. (laughs) He says that the CIA went to Hollywood to 
illegit went to Hollywood to illegitimize and fictionalize UFOs so that the idea of them wouldn't be scary to people. Oh, okay, I see. And that. that's where sci-fi movies and sci-fi books and stuff were born. Oh, by okay. the CIA. Okay, so, Bill Burns. Yeah, I see so where you're going. The CIA got their pitch game on, and oh. you know went to all the big directors, and uh, you know they went to Warner Brothers and all the studios, and said you should do a movie about aliens, and you should do a movie about UFOs. So then it got so ingrained in the natural in the culture that people stopped being right. afraid of them. It just became entertainment instead of something scary. Okay. So then. Roswell and it became so ingrained in the culture that it wasn't like as surprising anymore right whereas like if it was something more it became more of a fantasy than something real which was kind of interesting they also said that accounts of aliens have been around since the dawn of time Native American petroglyphs Bible passages, medieval paintings, which we've talked about mm-hmm. before, that in some medieval paintings, there's like oh, baby yeah. Jesus like pointing to a UFO. Oh, yeah. Those <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we'll like post that. But we, I can't remember what, ep- maybe it was the last Alien Con episode, but there was are. Was it with John Tenney? Oh, maybe it was with John Tenney. Yeah. Yeah. In medieval paintings, there are depictions of yeah. flying saucers. And you're like, what is that? And then it was interesting. Bible passages, apparently it's in the first edition, King James Bible, the book of Enoch is all about aliens, apparently. And then it was removed. Let me look Uh into this. Okay. (laughs) Book of Enoch. First edition, King James Bible, book of Enoch. And when you look up, this is Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 419. When you look up to the sky and see the sun, the moon, and the stars, all the heavenly array, do not be enticed into bowing down to them and worshiping things. The Lord your God has apportioned to all the nations under heaven. I don't see it. So I think like people attribute that to angels. And they said they were like, you know, you could think that they're God or demons or are they extraterrestrials from another place you know like what makes Mm -hmm. you what's the difference between something is an angel or a demon or an extraterrestrial and like what is the difference you know Mm -hmm. anything else of interest the dragon stood on the shore of the sea and i saw a beast coming out of the sea it had 10 horns and seven heads with 10 crowns on its horns and on each head a blasphemous name well that's the loch ness monster i was gonna say that's the loch ness monster that's nessie um so yeah, if you if you know any other Bible verses uh, that have to do with aliens, uh, please call in. But it's it's out there. The truth is out there. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to bonus episodes, shoutouts, merch discounts, fun videos, and interviews. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, we will shout you out. And Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. It's time to call in again, guys. Yes, it is. Call in with whatever you, if you want advice, if you yes, want to advice. tell us something. A if secret. You, 
a a secret. You call in anonymously and tell us a secret. Melissa, I love that. Call in anonymously and tell us a secret, a confession, but nothing illegal. Because then we'd have to tell the police. Yeah. And then that just gets like awkward and weird. Um, But please call in uh, for our mailbag episodes. We are so excited to have them back. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Now, back to our program. And then there was something interesting about, you know, non-believers, because there are people who are like aliens, (laughs) fooey. Um, But Dr. Dr. Travis Taylor, who was a scientist on the panel, said, we have eight star systems, and these were in Canada. Eight, maybe your husband knows, maybe Martin knows something about (laughs) this. We have eight star systems, Canadian systems near us that are demonstrating signs of technological systems. Hmm. Meaning they're emitting some sort of technology frequency, some sort of sound or vibration that we're picking up. There are star systems that have some sort of technology. Like, that's a fact. Also, this guy said, how many planets are there? It's mathematically impossible that there is no other life. What is that? The Fermi paradox? No, what's that? We We are the only people that exist. It's a discrepancy between the lack of conclusive evidence of advanced extraterrestrial life compared to the high a priori likelihood of its existence, meaning 
if life is so easy, someone from somewhere must have come calling by now. Like if there were life on other planets, we would have heard of it by now. Yeah, but That's maybe they have like no interest paradise. in us. Yeah, also, maybe they do exist and they're like, well, we don't need to interact with you. Yeah, also, there are 700 quintillion planets in the universe. Yeah. So to think that Earth is the only one that has uh, life yeah. forms on it it's is just, insane. There's no way. There's no way. And the guy was like, the guy said, grow up and understand math. Whoa. <laughs> and I, I said, okay. Not the way I'm they're doing the- math these days. I can't. Yeah, I said, uh, I don't like math, but I'll do it. Now? Yeah, I'll do it. Um, and so I, I'm not a believer in aliens. I'm not going to lie. But right. then he said that, and I was like, "You're right. There ha- there's obviously I don't know what kind of life, but there has to be something, some sort of like maybe there's just a lot of fungus on some other planet, like living microscopically." Right. But I mean, there. I mean, there has to seven hundred quintillion planets. How egocentric that we think Earth is the other only one where That's there's true. life forms. It's insane. He said J. Ed- Edgar Hoover was a big alien head. Oh, he said. Oh, the, so these are the people that um, the government knows about aliens and they're hiding it. And then another guy on the panel was like, "Okay, but who in the government? Like, can you be specific?" They yeah, they kept trying Joe to Biden. put. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, yeah. So they kept trying to put Bill Burns in check, which I thought was good because yeah. he can be in a bit of extremist. And they were like, "Be specific." So Bill Burns said, "J. Edgar Hoover knew some guy named Arrow." Ron Thurman, a guy named Arrow. <laughs> yeah, some, I, I literally, I just have Arrow question mark. Senator Harry Reid, he says Joe oh, Biden. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he says they all know Kamala. Oh, this is the best part. So <laughs> he said when Bill Burns ended with this, he said, "When you go home, ask Chat GBT." about ufos and unidentified anonymous uh, anomalous phenomenon and then he goes see if it will insult you like bing does what (laughs) yeah he was like bing and he thought like ask jeeves and bing will like insult you when you try to research ufos no ufos don't exist (laughs) yeah but he was like chat gbt is on board for oh they acknowledge it so what so should i ask yes do you like are aliens real or something aliens exist uh as an ai language model i don't have personal beliefs or opinions however According to the current scientific understanding, the existence of extraterrestrial life or aliens is still unknown. Despite that, given the vast size of the universe with billions of galaxies, each containing billions of stars, many scientists and researchers believe that it is likely that some form of extraterrestrial life exists somewhere in the universe. However, until there is concrete evidence or contact, the question remains unanswered. So Chad GPT says it's likely. Ask chat GBT like, am I pretty? (laughs) (laughs) Do you like me? Are there aliens like on Earth already or something maybe? Or There's no conclusive evidence to prove the existence of aliens on Earth. Um, None of them have been scientifically verified. There's an absence of concrete evidence. Therefore, it's still unanswered. 
Okay, well, maybe Bill Burns got some better answers than we're getting because he seemed to like really be a chat GBT head. He did say that, you know, there might be a, a crossover between AI and extraterrestrials. Maybe there's some sort of link there or a meeting yeah. in the minds there. So yeah. who knows? So that was that. And then we went to an, a second panel. We only hit two panels because honestly, we got a little tapped out. <laughs> then we went to the second panel, The Unexplained Creatures and Cryptids. Ooh. And that was with Hugh Newman, Jonathan Dover, and Ken Gerhard. Hugh Newman is an explorer, a megalithomaniac. <laughs> megalithomaniac which i honestly don't even know what that is it sounds what it's a, there's a book called megalithomania yeah defined with megaliths lost civilizations and earth mysteries okay so maybe it's lost civilizations is a large stone that forms a prehistoric monument oh is it like um those rocks you know like easter stonehenge yes yeah, st- that's what i was thinking yes. yeah so i guess it's some stuff like that yeah um so he's a he's a that he's a stonehead. Um, <laughs> he al- he also wrote Earth Grids: The Secret Pattern of Gaia's Sacred Sites. Ooh. Also, he's into giants, which <laughs> oh. are apparently real, and they're redheaded. <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. <laughs> But I'll get into it. Then there's Jonathan Jonathan Dover, who was really, really cool. He was trained. He's part of Paranormal Rangers, which is a real thing. And I would love to do an episode on it. So the Navajo Nation actually had a sect of paid paranormal rangers. Is he Navajo? Yes. And they would look in the parklands and the areas and they would investigate paranormal like crimes or sightings or things like that. Oh, like, that's interesting. Yes, like Bigfoot and skinwalkers and things oh. like that. And it was like actually sanctioned by the government. They were paid. They were like a facet oh, of wow. the rangers, the paranormal rangers. Really cool. So, right, because Navajo land is uh, uh, New Mexico... Yeah. Arizona, Utah, that whole area. Yes. Yeah. So he he worked for the city of Winslow, Arizona Police Department, the National Park Service, the Navajo Historic Preservation Department, and the Navajo Nation Rangers. He oh. retired in 2011. But he, his whole job was to investigate paranormal crimes. I would oh, love wow. to have him on. He was so interesting. That sounds fun. Yeah. Right? And then there was a fun job. Yeah. Can you imagine like someone's like Bigfoot stole my baby and he's like, I'm on it. (laughs) Bigfoot stole (laughs) a dingo. (laughs) Then there is Ken Gerhard. He's a cryptozoologist. Also, before I get into the information I learned, there was a family in front of us. and It was a dad and three daughters. How old are the daughters? They were like, I don't know. I'm so bad at ages. Maybe they were like... 8 to 13 or something. Oh, wow. And Maria and I were like, what do we think is the deal here? And yeah. I thought that it was like a divorced couple and it was dad's weekend and dad loves aliens. So he dragged <laughs> his kids to the alien That's convention. Funny. And I was like, oh my God, these girls were so bored. Oh, and they God, were they were so bored. They were so bored. They were like eating pizza and hot dogs and chips and I was getting so hungry, but they were like zoning <laughs> out in this poor, these poor girls. It was so oh, funny. No. Okay. Um, 
So let's first get into cryptozoology. It started in the 1950s. Okay, this was interesting. There's cryptozoology versus supernatural, which apparently I thought was an interesting distinction. Mm -hmm. Cryptozoology are animals and things that could be real. Right. This the supernatural like are things like, you know, like that probably could not exist. Right. So cryptozoology, you know, would be things like Bigfoot, Bigfoot. or Skinwalker or yeah, Loch Ness Monster. Chupacabra. Yeah. I think supernatural um, or Jersey Devil, supernatural would go I mean I don't I I can't think of anything that would be supernatural instead of like apparitions and ghosts. Yes. Yeah, like a poltergeist. Right. Um Oh, like angels, dragons. So that would be supernatural? Demons, centaurs, the devil, ghosts, vampires, vampires. But I have a th- I'm so those vampires are real they live in new orleans yeah i was gonna say i've seen them on We've seen a, a vice thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i've seen them okay so that was an interesting distinction cryptozoology mm-hmm. was born in the 1950s out of traditional zoology it has to be mm-hmm. a viable species species one crazy thing i learned is black panthers aren't real they're cryptids wait what yeah google black panther it's not a real thing Hold are what are Black Panthers real? Just like the superhero, Black Panthers are essentially fictional. I I died when I heard this information. It's a term dark jaguars and leopards. There are no what? I know. It's a cryptid. A black big there's a black jaguar. Yeah, but there's no Black Panther. There's a Black right. Leopard, Black Jaguar, no Black Panther. Well, that's news to me. Yeah, that's a cryptid. So people oh, think they've seen a Black Panther a Okay, cryptid. Um, okay, so for this guy, um, my, my love, Jonathan Dover, the paranormal investigator uh the navajo paranormal investigator in 2000 the rangers started investigating the paranormal they started investigating cases in arizona in an official capacity when an er elderly couple saw a bigfoot so they would investigate bigfoot ufos haunting cases Navajo skinwalkers. Oh, Um, yeah. People said they saw huge black dogs, like (laughs) Clifford-sized black dogs. Clifford. (laughs) Yeah. Giants, all sorts of things like that. And there's all sorts of mysterious creatures that have been in indigenous and, you know, aboriginal cultures throughout times. You know, you hear them in your legends and your stories, and they're passed down, um, they're in like pictographs and now they're kind of recognized as, you know, are they cryptids? Are they supernatural? Mm-hmm. One thing I never knew also is, you know, that famous picture of Bigfoot that people are like, is it real? Is it fake? Um, right. If you Google like Patty the Bigfoot, that's what they call it. Patty the Bigfoot. Patty. And that's from the famous Patterson film. Look at the picture again. And this is something I've never realized. She has boobs. Oh, oh yeah, those are boobs. 
large pendulous breasts. Pendulous. That's what they called it in the. And I was. That's another time I got. Oh yeah. There's someone wrote. There's a sketch that's like if Bigfoot were real and she has some huge knockers. She got some titties. Yeah. She girls gone wild. Yeah. There's there's tons of pictures and yeah. She has. I don't know why I never honed in on those bazoongas, but I thought it was a a male. Always, and I guess Bigfoot is a boy. Misogyny. Am I right? Uh, Yeah. Bigfoots, Bigfoots can be ladies. They can be, and they should be. And they, and they should be always. Bigfoot wow. should be. Yeah. Um, this, this, uh, Jonathan Dover said that it, it was reported small dinosaur type creatures, like three foot tall T Rexes that he investigated, giant rabbits the size of cars. Whoa. Uh, yes. 40 feet. Uh, a wi- a bird with a 40-foot wingspan, which, you know, is believed to maybe be the Thunderbird. Mo- Mothman. Mo- yeah, or, that's what I thought, Mothman, but he thought he said Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Um, oh. Yeah, so really interesting stuff that he looked into. He, he said most of them unsolved. Um, then Ken Garrard, the American crypt- uh, cryptozoologist, oh, actually, excuse me, it was Hugh Newman, talked about giants and apparently they're cannibals redheaded and why are they redheaded i don't know let's do a google yeah okay so and there's something about this cave like they were yeah the redheaded giants of lovelock cave some say that an early native american tribe were giant cannibals in Western Nevada. Oh. They were the Sitika, a race of red-haired giants 10 feet tall who terrorized their neighbors with cannibalism. The cave is real, and you can drive to it via Long Dirt Road. Ooh, in Lovelock, Nevada. And he said, the stories are real, too. All you need to do is Google redhead giants, and you'll find a raft of websites repeating the same tale. Uh, guano miners in the cave found so many relics that in 1912 they turned the site over to a University of California anthropologist who recovered thousands of artifacts. Oh, that's cool. Uh, you will read how the recovered artifacts included human bones split open for their marrow. Oh, uh. so they're, but that's a really good question about why are they redheads and i feel like that's more like anti-redhead anti-ginger propaganda that is i have written smithsonian question mark (laughs) that could mean anything (laughs) smithsonian redhead giants let's see oh whoa well, this is this is from Snopes. Oh, did no. this did the Smithsonian destroy thousands of giant human skeletons? Oh well, did they? This is the Supreme Court ordered the Smithsonian Institute to disclose that it destroyed several giant skeletons in the early 1900s to preserve the mainstream narrative of evolution. <laughs> okay, well, believe what you will about that. That's um, <laughs> from the website Snopes. Um, also uh, discussed, and it was pr- this was pretty much it, uh, Skinwalkers, which mm-hmm. we've done episodes on before. Oh, yes. It's uh, illegal in tribal law, evil. You have to sacrifice someone who's very close to you, who you love. And then through that, you're initiated kind of by like 
another skinwalker or like a, a dark like witch in the in the tribe about like how to shape shift and you can shape shift into anything. And nice. uh Jonathan Dover said that there's actually a case in Albuquerque, Albuquerque, uh, <laughs> where two people in a tribe killed a killed a skin someone who was um, alleged to be a skinwalker, and oh, they actually got off <gasps> because it's like so ingrained in the culture that like this was evil and like they they were so pressured by their community to kill this person that like somehow they got off on the case. Like that's how ingrained it is in the culture. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so then super exciting. We got to interview two people from MUFON. We interviewed Earl Gray Anderson. He's MUFON state director of Southern California. We interviewed Ron James, who's the director of media relations. And, if you want to hear what they had to say in its entirety, that's all going to be on the Patreon uh, Patreon episode. But I'll summarize. Um, Earl Ray Anderson, who's the state director, he investigates with a team, you know, when people call in with sightings or abduct- abductions, et cetera. He and his team will investigate it, thousands and thousands of investigations. And he told me there's actually mental health resources in MUFON for people who have PTSD um, from their abductions or their sightings and things like that. So that's something I didn't know, that there's an actual therapy mental health resource capacity to MUFON. So if you want to hear that whole interview, it's really, really illuminating where they talk about abductions, what MUFON does, the history of MUFON. Join our Patreon because that was really interesting. Then we didn't get an interview with this person because honestly, I was scared of them. But there was a table of coalition of people who are against aliens, which I thought was kind of interesting for Alien Con. And basically, they're like, not in our backyard. And they're kind of their vibe was like aliens are coming into Earth and like probing our children. <laughs> Maria oh, and I were like, no. okay, maybe we shouldn't get an interview. <laughs> but oh, like, no, yeah, they're like, we don't know who aliens are. Aliens are evil. They want to take over our. But they believe in aliens. Yes. Oh, they believe in them for sure. But they believe that they're for they're, they're evil, doing bad things. Okay. Yes, and they said that these cases where uh, aliens abduct people and they're like good and they say like you need to clean up the environment so that you're you don't destroy you know um right like uh ruwa yeah like ruwa so he yeah. he talked to Ru about us uh he talked to about ruwa to us and he said you know that those cases where aliens uh talk about how you have to clean the earth or it's gonna right. or it's gonna go down in flames he said they're only doing that because they eventually want to come and populate the earth and take it over. So that's why they don't want us to ruin it. They're not doing it for us. They want to do it for them. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, And they say, he says that aliens are already here and that we can't prevent those ones. But we need to have, he's like, we need to have better border control for the aliens who might be coming soon. What are they? Is it coming over from Mexico? Where? Yeah, he basically was an alien Trumper. It was very bizarre. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So anyways, that's kind of what happened at Alien Con. Uh, Maria and I 
audio, video, the whole thing, all the interviews. Also, we have special audio and video that Alien Con sent us as well. That's all going to be on the Patreon. So join the Patreon if you're interested. And we'll be going to more conventions and things yeah. like this throughout the year. So if you're interested, uh, join up. Melissa, if people know things about aliens or cryptids or have any other information, if they've been, if you've been abducted or have seen a UFO or a cryptid, yeah, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. All right. Well, I am Allie, not in my butt, Siegel. (laughs) I'm Melissa, you know. Probe me. Who cares? Yeah. Stetton. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yes, in my butt, Stetton. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. An Elio's original. Powered by ACAST. 